0: welcome to the elevate life church podcast of the week for more information about this podcast and other resources visit elevatelife.com so good to be with you on this awesome mother's day and always such a treat for me to get to celebrate the moms and the women of the house And I want to say also to McKinney, it is so exciting. This is our first Mother's Day with you guys. So we celebrate you guys and just such a privilege to get to speak to all of you and we honor you. And whatever we do here, you know you do there. So I want the moms to stand up. So all the moms, stand up. And if you have lost a child i want you to stand up too because we honor you your babies may be in heaven but we honor you and we are so privileged to have these amazing moms among us such a thankless job we do so much you work so hard and you guys are awesome we want to make sure that we give you a gift So in McKinney and here, it says happy days. They're gonna come right now to all of you and the ushers are gonna hand you this little card. It says, every mama needs a little pick-me-up. Use this ticket to redeem your free gift. We love you and honor you today. As it would have been difficult to all hand you one of your mugs, it says loved, Hashtag ELC mom. We want to make sure that we get it to you so when you go back in the lobby area, you're able to get your mug that we have for you. So just redeem your ticket in the back as soon as you walk out the back. You can get that. So thank you, moms. We honor you today. You're amazing. And um, I wanna just take the time too and say, I'm so thankful that my mom is here today. I don't always get Mother's Day with her, but they've moved over to this area. So I just have some flowers for you, mom. Would you stand up? This is my mom, she's 80 years old. And I honor you, I love you. Thank you for being such a wonderful mommy. I owe everything that I am to the wonderful mom that I had and the way that she raised me. I feel the same way, I wanna do everything and be everything that she is and still striving towards that. Well, I have a funny little story I wanna tell you before I get started that I heard and it's about this mama who had a little boy and this little boy was four years old but he was about ready to have a birthday. And in just one more day, he was going to be turning five. And so she wanted to sit with him before she went to bed that night and she just wanted to tell him how special he was and how much that he meant to her. And so she began to express to him and said, do you know what's gonna happen tomorrow? And so he looked at his hand and he had been holding up all year long his four fingers and expressing his age to anybody that asked. And so his mom began to tell him that he was very special, that they had had a great four years together. And she noticed that he was looking at his hand and he was looking at his fingers and he just could not wait to stick out that thumb. And she said, well, I want to ask you how when you wake up in the morning, how old are you going to be? He looked down at his hand, he stuck out his thumb, and he smiled and he said, I'm gonna be a handful. (laughs) So to all the mamas who have had your hands full, we celebrate you because we all know you have. Well, I wanna talk to you on the subject of being fashioned by God. Because if you don't know it, God has fashioned you just the way that you are. But you know what, when I think about fashion, I think about style. I think about the uniqueness of every woman that's sitting here today. You're all so unique. You're dressed all differently. You know, some people say, well, I don't really have much fashion because I just wear blue jeans and T-shirts. Guess what? That's fashion. That's your fashion. That's your style. You know, when I was raising my kids and they started, you know, I always dressed them. And they had this style about them and this fashion that they began to adopt. that was nothing how I had been dressing them in these lacy socks and these bows on their hair. And all of a sudden, Aquila would go in and she was getting tank tops and just Harley boots and leather, all kinds of, le- I'm like, can we just pick out a different top besides a tank top? How about this top? But I don't know if you've ever been You know, even in a store where you've held up some clothes, oh girl, isn't that so cute? And your girlfriend goes, no, that is you. Uh, That is not me. And you know, sometimes we dress based on what we see in Hollywood, based on bloggers, based on just ideas that we see in magazines. And then sometimes we dress based on our body types that are forever changing right ladies after babies and menopause and all those kind of things just we don't we want to wear those cute little shirts like those 20 year olds wear maybe like we used to wear but it just doesn't work anymore it's not going to look right it's not appropriate so our fashion has to change based on that and then i had a girlfriend one time i remember that we were walking down the mall, and this is years and years ago, but I still have never forgotten it, where we were walking down the mall, and we're just talking, just having a great time. I'm not really paying attention to anybody. And all of a sudden she goes, oh my goodness, I would not be caught dead in those shoes. Well, I had to hurry and look because I wanted to make sure what shoes they were because I didn't want to be caught dead in them either. So, you know, so many times our fashion can be related to what our friends feel or what our moms have, have told us that our fashion needs to be. Well, I've got some pictures on the screen because I had a mom that she dressed me in all these little styles from bows. Do you know that I was looking through pictures and every picture, I had a purse. That what, This one, I don't have a purse in my hand, but I mean, casual outfits, I had a purse. I mean, we had the bows, the purses, the socks, everything matched. And you know, my mom, my parents, I didn't grow up with a lot of money or the ability to be able to be dressed this way, but my mom made a lot of sacrifices for me to have this cute little fashion that I had, even though some of the pictures I look at and go, what was going on with my hair? <laughs> we all do that, right? But you know what? Oh, Pastor Keith, referring to the miniskirt. You like that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to talk to you about being fashioned by God. So, you know what? Every woman in our house, you have been fashioned by God. Whether you're a mom or not, you have been fashioned by God. And you know what? I want to give you a challenge today. God is calling us to raise up as women the next generation. Because... If you are praying for another woman, if you employ another woman, if you encourage another woman or teach or stand with another woman, you know what you are you have a love to be a mom. That's what moms do. We encourage, we believe, we stand. And so this message is for all the ladies in this house. But I wanna say too, this message is for the men too because I want you to know who this amazing woman is that's sitting next to you, the amazing women that are in your life. And you know what? You're gonna empower us to function in our role so we can be amazing to you because of how amazing you treat us. So it just kind of comes around full circle. And so, you know what? God is always speaking. No matter what I say, you may say, oh, this is Mother's Day and I'm going to be here because I'm going to be here for the ladies. But you know what? The Holy Spirit is always saying things even beyond what Pastor Keith will ever say to you. You'll take home nuggets and you'll say, oh, that was so good. Somebody else will say, I never heard that. Because the Holy Spirit spoke that to you and took what was said and just took it to the next level of where you are in your life. So I want to challenge all of you. This message is for all of us. So... I want to read to you Genesis, our first chapter, or our first scripture here is Genesis 2, through 24. The Lord God fashioned into a woman the rib which he had taken from the man and brought her to the man. The man said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one Flesh. Also, we see in Genesis 1:27, God made man in his image, male and female. He mo- made us different, but we're the same. We're made in God's image. But you know what I want to tell you is that God created man outside of the garden. So when he created man outside of the garden, that's just a reflection of men as being protectors on the outside. Your stature, your build shows that you're bigger than women. You're, the strength of who you are is stronger. You're protectors from the outside. Women, Eve was created inside the garden. We're protectors of your hearts, of men's hearts. We're protectors of our children. We're protectors of what happens in our home. So we both function in different roles, but we're made in the image of God. So if he fashioned us, we've got to find out what is the definition of fashion? What does fashion mean? Formed is one of the definition, shaped, adapted, fitted. So if we're all those things, God did all those. He fashioned us. He formed us. He fitted us. You see, we're all very unique. There's no one like you. Pastor Keith tells you about how you have a unique fingerprint to leave an imprint. It's so true because nobody can do what God puts you on the earth to do. And God puts you on the earth to do some amazing things. He knew the battles that you would fight, He knew the challenges that you would fight. He knew the struggles that you would go through and he put inside of you everything you would need to face those battles when he formed you in your mother's womb. Because it says in Isaiah 49:1, before you were born, God called you out from the bowels of your mother and he made mention of your name. He knew you before you were ever born. Jeremiah 1:5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. So when I think about, you as women, and what God has put in you, and how we're all so unique and different. Do you think that whatever challenges you're facing today, that God knew that? And then when he formed you, he put everything inside of you that you would ever need to face those challenges. So whether it's been abuse, whether you've aborted a child and you just can't get over it, and you keep staying stuck, God knew what would happen in your life. He knows the beginning from the end, but he equipped, he empowered you, put everything that you need to face those challenges and to move forward, to not stay where you are. But the enemy so wants to fight you in that. He so wants to hold you back and keep you back. But you know what, there's a lady that I don't even know and she's, I've discovered her on social media like so many of us do that we feel like we've just got best friends that we never even met, but we know all about their life because of social media. And so this one particular lady, she got married six years ago, a beautiful lady, very strong, very fit. She's known for doing Pilates. She's a Pilates instructor. She married the man of her dreams, handsome, good looking, a Navy SEAL. And when she stood on that day and she said, for better or for worse, for richer or for poor, in sickness and health, do you think that God knew everything that she would face just Five years later, she would experience her husband had a horrible accident and he has brain damage. He cannot walk. He cannot communicate to her. She is trying to restore him to health, loving him, speaking the word of God over him, praying over him. And all of us are amazed when we look on the pictures that she posts and the videos that she posts of the strength of who she is, that she didn't run away, that she stayed in the fight and she's continued to stay in the fight. She's fighting the battle. It's going on a year now, seeing very little results. But she remembered her vows. She remembered her commitment. And she says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. She knows she has the power to do it. But you know what? It's not a battle that I've faced. So you know what? We don't know. God didn't put that in me at this season of my life. I don't know all sometimes what's in me because I don't know all the battles I'm going to face. But I know when I face a battle, God's equipped me. He's empowered me to face the battles that I'm going to face. And then I have to tell you about our sweet Pastor Jessica Skidmore because she's been an amazing gift in our children's ministry. She's the pastor over our children and I love you so much. And you know what? You know what she went through in her life? She experienced just eight years ago the loss of her amazing husband. They would stand on the stage together. They led worship together. They sang praises to God. And then just within a very short time, He was diagnosed with cancer. She fought. She stood. God put in her everything that she would need to face that battle. But you know what? It didn't end the way that she thought. And Jeremy went to be with the Lord. But you know, she sat in the green room with Pastor Keith and I in tears and a lot of emotion with a little boy that was just about 1 years old and two little girls what am i going to do maybe you're here today and you're experiencing that same thing you're a mom and you're facing many challenges and you're like what am i going to do and how am i going to how am i going to pay these bills or you know what what's going to happen in my life what's going to happen with my children god has put inside everything that you will need to face whatever battle lays ahead of you. And so we saw this in Pastor Jessica. And I've been so proud of her to see her walk this out. Pastor Keith and I began to call out in her the gifts and the callings that God had put in her and what we saw in her. And we said, we think eventually one day that you will be a pastor in this house. Now, she wasn't serving. She, on the, on, she was serving in the house, but she was not on staff. She wasn't being paid. Eventually she came on staff with us. And now being a pastor in the house. God equipped her and knew exactly what she would face. We honor you, Jessica. You're a gift in our lives. Thank you for investing in our children. Thank you for being a mother to our children. Well, just like Eve, sometimes we don't feel fashioned because of sin, because of our failures, because of our hurts. You know, Satan tries to attack you through your identity. He does not want you to know who you are. Because if you know who you are, then you're gonna fulfill every destiny and calling that he's put on your life. So if he can try to attack your identity and you get to the place that you're like, you know what, I'm I'm 58 years old. God just really doesn't have anything for me. I'm just an old grandmother. What if I said that about myself? No, I've got a great future ahead. I can say I am all. 58 years old. I only have three grandchildren. I need at least 10 more. So I've got a lot of future ahead of me. Pastor Keith is standing up. Yes. We don't want to let McKinney know that, (laughs) but God has so much for you. It doesn't matter what age you are until you breathe your last breath. God has a destiny and he has a plan for your life. Well, you see, Eve's sin did not take away from who God called her to be. Her sin did not define her. Do not let your sin define you. Don't let it set you back. You know, with Eve's sin, there was just consequences. That's all. And we all see that in our life. When we sin, there's consequences. But let's move forward. Because you see that we're in a battle. We're in a battle for good and not evil. Satan is roaming around seeking whom he may devour and he comes after you and he comes after your family But don't let him do that. Just realize that you are in a battle and you may know this But we have to be reminded of this the husband that you're sitting next to the girlfriend whoever that you do life with You don't wrestle against flesh and blood. You don't wrestle against that situation or that individual or that spouse or that ex-spouse. You wrestle against, not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And until we put all of our life in context of war, we will not truly understand the battle that you are facing moms for your families, for your children. Some of them are wayward. Some of them are not serving God. You have tried, you have stood your belief. Keep standing, keep believing until you breathe your last breath. Well, we serve amazing God. And it tells us in Exodus fifteen three that that the Lord is a man of war and the Lord is his name. Your father is a warrior. Your heavenly father is a warrior and he is fighting on your behalf. Also, David said in Psalms 3.3, he says, keep your head up because God is the lifter of your head. So moms, you need that encouragement today that he is the lifter of your head. So whatever struggles you're facing, whatever sin, whatever setbacks or poor decisions. Would you use those as stepping stones to the next big thing that God has for you? Because you know what? God gave us the ability to stretch. We know this when we see a mom carrying a baby. And if you've ever carried a child, you're like, how can I possibly stretch anymore? This is just an example for all women, whether you've carried a child or not. God is birthing things in you, He's putting dreams and visions for you. For you to advance his kingdom. And he's showing you it doesn't come without stretch marks. It doesn't come without a little bit of back pain. It doesn't come without maybe stress in the legs. He's given you the ability to carry weight. To bear weight. But what has he put inside of you besides a baby? Has he put dreams and visions? Are you still dreaming? Do you still know that God has a plan for your life? No matter what your life looks like today. Will you stand in that? Will you believe that we serve a God of war and he's fighting on our behalf? You see, it is a war because that war started in heaven with Lucifer, the devil, who was in charge of worship in heaven and he took a third of the angels and he came down to earth. So it started in heaven and we're fighting that battle today and he created Adam. And he created Eve because we are a part of this battle that we're fighting for the kingdom of God. So now we have hope of being restored to our original condition. Because of this battle, because of the fight, because of the sin, Jesus went to the cross. So we can be restored back. We don't have to stay in our sin. But as long as we're on the earth, we're gonna fight this battle. We see this in our culture. Now, in the United States, women have been elevated to another level, especially in this day and age. And you know what? Women have fought for their rights, but we don't want to look ugly and and, uh, mean and like some women can look, and that's not who God created us to be. We're loving and kind and gracious, and so that's the women that God wants us to be as we fight this battle, as we fight this war that we're in. But, you know, we have brothers and sisters that live in different parts of the world that they don't have the same blessing that we have in living in the United States of America, the freedoms that we have. So I want you to see this country. It's called Afghanistan. They've been in four decades of war. There's been terror and internal conflict that have left two million mothers without husbands. So these single moms that are never recognized, they're labeled as immoral, they're labeled as available, so they experience much abuse because of how they're viewed. But God is doing a work through prayers, through us standing and believing. There's so many missionaries and people that are fighting for these countries that you know what God's doing to work in the fact that these single moms, that God works all things together, if you'll believe that for good, he works it all together for good. So guess what these single mamas are doing? There's so many of them. The men are, have been wiped out because of war. They've walked away, maybe from their wives. But the mothers are saying to their little boys that are growing up into men, saying, you know what? That's not how you're going to treat your mama. You're going to treat your mama with respect. You're going to honor your mama. You're going to say nice things to her. You're going to say, thank you for correcting me and helping me be better. You're going to have that kind of attitude. So guess what's happening in Afghanistan? Because of these single mamas that have been left by themselves, they're beginning to change the history of this country because women are stepping up into their place and training the men and the boys on how they need to treat women. This is a powerful day in Afghanistan. And then we also look at Saudi Arabia. Women have been deprived. They've been deprived the right to drive a car, to be with men in social environments, to mix publicly with them. They lived a life of pain and severe punishment. But change is on the way. Do you know that last June... In the royal family, they got a new prince, and he's 31 years old, and he's a totally different generation, and he believes in empowering women. And you know what he's done? He's allowed women to drive. Women are driving now in Saudi Arabia. Women are going to sporting events. This all just happened since this last June. And so because he's in that position, he's allowing the women that are in his life into positions. And so the country is changing. There's been a whole new dynamic that's happened in this country. The attitude now is if she can see it, then she can be it. That is powerful. That happens through prayer. And then the next country that I just want to tell you about is North Korea. You guys have seen it on the news. It's so amazing what has happened. But let me tell you how mothers are celebrated in North Korea. So you can give your mom a flower. You can give your mom a gift. But you cannot attach any note on it. Everything has to be in honor towards Mr. Kim, who's the leader of that country. And he wants them to say, thank you for raising me to honor Mr. Kim. And one of the things he wants you to honor that in all the way back to 1961, he wrote this essay called the duty of mothers in the education of children. And he wants them, the children to honor their mothers for this essay that he wrote. Just crazy, isn't it? So ordinary women, they suffer discrimination, jobs, malnutrition and sexual abuse it's the darkest, most closed country. But like we know, just six months ago, he was threatening nuclear war. And now we see North and South Korean leaders join together in an embrace, embracing each other. It is a miracle. So 70 million People that have been longing for their leaders to get it, to embrace each other so that these two Koreas can come together and be united. I'm not looking for what is natural about this situation. There is nothing natural about it. It is supernatural what God is doing. It truly is amazing. And we've got to continue to pray and believe for this to continue to happen. Well, it's no different in the Bible. We see the war that goes on even in the Bible with women as it relates to women not being viewed in a good light or being seen as less than and not being made in the image God, not being made equal as men are. And so we see it with the Sadducees and the Pharisees and the scribes. And they did not like the way that Jesus treated women because Jesus always honored women. And so we, we have to understand that Because of this, we see this, when we see this in the Bible, it's because they did everything according to the law. And so that's why they treated women. And and because we're in a war, we see that. So you must know that you're fashioned for greatness. God put greatness in you. And you need to know who you were created to be. Who were you created to be? Were you just created to be a female, a mom, Do you have a great destiny for your life? Does God have great things for you? Absolutely he does. You need to know what you represent and you need to know the power you possess. You have great power because you have Jesus Christ. You have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. But how will you know this? You're only going to know this if you spend time with him, if you know God's word and what he says about you. Because if we just look at ourselves, we see our inferiority. We see our insecurities. We see all the ways that we're not. But when we go through tough times, you know what it's going to expose? Not only the areas where you're strong, it exposes the areas where you're weak. And we know through our weakness that he is made strong. And so that's why we go for that. That's why we stretch. That's why we allow ourselves to be open to growth and development because He will be made strong in that situation when we are weak. And He will not give you more than you can bear. So you see, Adam, He named everything in creation, we were God's idea. And at the end of all creation, God put an exclamation. And ladies, you were the exclamation on creation. Because after he created every living thing, every beast, every insect, every animal, he said it was good. But then all of a sudden we see in Genesis 2.18, the Lord God said, It is not good for man to be alone so we, I will make him a helper fitted, fashioned for him. You see, the Bible gives us our identity. Our identity is in Eve's name. God needs you to know who you are and how he fashioned you to be. If you don't know who you are and how he fashioned you to be, then you will not advance God's kingdom on this earth. Because we're not just here to just exist. We're not just here to have a family. God gave you a family to have a legacy here on this earth to advance his kingdom. Because that's why we're here. We're in this war together, fighting for his kingdom. One day that we will all rule and reign with him. So let's see what it says. In your notes, you're going to see it says, our identity is in Eve's name. So, God needs you to know how he fashioned you. Number one, Eve was declared mother of the living. She was a life producer. We gave Adam legacy. In John 1 4, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. So, we give life, we give light. We do that with our families. We encourage our families. We bring light to any room that we walk into. We have the ability to do that. You can be negative or you can be positive. You can encourage or you can discourage. We have a decision. God put in us the ability to bring light to our families and in our homes and to our husbands. But we have a decision to make in that. Do you want to be that way? You know, I've told you before how when I've spoke negative, and I do that from time to time, I don't like that about myself. And sometimes in the middle of a conversation, I have said, shut up. And the person was like, oh, what? I'm like, no, I'm talking to myself. Like, I don't accept that. That was negative, And that is not bringing light to this conversation or to this individual. I would do this with my children. I had this rock and roll song that I used to sing to them. Oh, be careful, little mouth, what you say. Oh, be careful, little mouth, what you say. Because the Father up above is looking down with love. Oh, be careful, little mouth, what you say. I hope you know that song or you remember that song, that we have to be careful what we say if we want to bring light. And then also, Eve means to reveal or detect, number two. This is why the devil had to disguise himself as a serpent. Because we are revealers, we are detectors. If he had just, the devil just walked into the Garden of Eden, she would have thought, "Uh, uh-uh, uh no, enemy, Satan, get thee behind me. She would have said that, she's a revealer. So he had to come as a slithery little snake, all disguised as the devil, so that we could not detect the enemy. He comes to you the same way. It's no different. But God gave you the ability to sense when something isn't going as we think, even with our children in our home. Have your kids told you, mom, you must have eyes in the back of your head. You know why? Because you're a revealer, you're a detector. You sense and you know things. You know your children's voice. You know when somebody's in the back and they're just not even talking. They could be moving their hands and you know exactly what they're doing. Because God put that in you, the ability to reveal and to detect. How about when you walk in your home And you go, what is that smell? Something stinks. Did y'all smell that dog? The dogs. And everybody's like, no, I don't know what you're talking. Your husband's like, I don't smell anything. And what about when you go into the refrigerator and your drink, go to drink some, your husband goes to drink milk. And he's like, I can't tell if this is sour or not. You go over and you get two feet away from the milk jug and you go, that is sour, that stinks. No, don't drink that. We are revealers and detectors in the supernatural, but also in the natural. And you know why this is? When I was studying this, I found this. This is so cool. According to research, women have more cells in their olfactory bulb. What is an olfactory? I've never even heard that before. It sits right here near your brain and 16.2 million cells that we have as women in this olfactory bulb, and men only have 9.2 million cells. So can you cut your husband some slack, ladies? They don't have the same smeller. Now the dog's hair may be matted. He may have burrs running up his legs. He can't smell it, but we know he can see it. So we won't let him be excused with that. Or your teenage son that says, I didn't know my room stunk. Well, look at the hamper. And you can see it's overflowing. So there's probably some type of stink that's coming out of that, even though if you can't smell it. But we are revealers and detectors. Number three, Eve also means encampment. According to Strong's Concordance, encampment means encamp around life, protect it, and defend it. You see, we were positioned to encamp around Adam, to protect Adam. And an encampment is a body of troops. And troops are soldiers. And and what that means is that we have two to 6,000 soldiers that are around us, that encamp around us, that enable us to fulfill what God has called us to fulfill and to protect and to stand and to believe for our children. So you have to know that God has wired you this way because there's many angel armies that are assigned to you in battle. So when you're facing a battle and you feel like you're all alone, you're not all alone. You've got a whole host of 2,000 to 6,000 angel armies that are fighting the battle for your children's life, fighting the battle for you and your destiny and your calling that is on your life and then you know what you do? You put grand on the front of that mother of the living. That takes it to a whole nother level. I wanna see the grandmothers in this house. I wanna see you stand up. Adam McKinney, would you stand up? I wanna see the grandmothers. Let's honor the grandmothers here in the house. I want you to stay standing because I want to speak to you. You know what? If there's grand on the front of your name, there is something God has called you to do, and that is to stand in the gap for your children. You understand more than ever. When you're in the middle and you're being a mom, it's a lot of work, your head down and uh, seat up, because I don't, can't say that word. My mom never let me say, but. But I know Pastor Keith would say, head down, butt up. (laughs) But when you're in the middle of it and you're in the fight, you know what? It's hard. So you as grandmothers, you know where your children are. You're fighting for their marriages. You're fighting for those grandbabies. And you know what you need to be doing is you need to tell them the stories of how God saw you through. How you fought battles, but he came through on your behalf. So that's what a grandmother does. And can you imagine if our children just being mothers have 2 to 6,000 army, angel armies around them. How many do you have? You are powerful. I want you to say, I am powerful. That's right. Well, you may be seated. God wants you to know that today. You're powerful. You set a positive example for your children. The power of your prayers is so important in your kid's life. Don't ever discount the power of of a grandmother's prayers. Number 4, Eve is also an atmosphere changer. You see the atmosphere won't just change. There's a price we must pay. How much are you willing to pay to qualify to be an atmosphere changer? Because when I see the woman with the alabaster bra- box, when I see her and the 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 when her, the bottle of that neck was broken, it facilitated the outflow of the fragrance from that perfume bottle. And when her perfume changed the atmosphere in the room, it affected everyone. It was rare and expensive. So if we're gonna change the atmosphere, we're gonna have to do something that's rare. We're gonna have to do something that comes at a cost. And being on your knees and standing for your children and believing God comes at a high cost. How expensive is your preparation? If you don't like what's going on and what's happening in your world, how much are you paying the price? How much do you value the events that God has assigned to you to prepare for? Are you on your knees? Are you in preparation for the battle that's ahead that you don't even know that's raging? Well, you can choose to be broken and spilled out no matter what you're walking through with this sweet-smelling fragrance. You see, God has given us as ladies a womb. And so it's important that we get over pain and rejection and hurt and all the things that we experience as being women. Because this wound, you know what it'll do? It'll, the, these feelings and these emotions will sit inside of your womb and it will bring forth ugly things, sickness, disease, And all kinds of things out of your life that you won't like what it looks like. But what if we take this wound that we have and we know that God has put great things in us and He wants great things to come out of us and we nurture this womb and we take care of it and we don't focus on our wounds, but we focus on the womb? Because you see, our womb has a shelf life. I can't have children anymore. Even if Pastor Keith wants me to, I can't have children anymore. It has a shelf life. But do you know my spiritual womb does not have a shelf life? So I don't care how old you are. I don't care mama if you're sitting up there and you're 80 years old, your womb does not have a shelf life. Your grandchildren still need you. You know what? Your your children still need you. Everyone in your life needs you and you need to understand that. Eve is also an incubator of greatness. The word woman is a combination of two words, womb and man. And you know what? The womb is the only female organ that has no counterpart in a male. It is a place where something is generated. If we focus on our wounds, we're going to generate bad things that come out of our life. But we have to let our wounds be more powerful than your womb. Did you hear that? Let your, don't let your wounds don't let your wounds be more powerful than the womb that God has given you. You see, we can stretch beyond comprehension. You've seen those ladies that had big dreams and visions with about four or five babies, and that tummy is sticking way out there. Well, you know what? God gave you the ability to stretch. What kind of dreams, what kind of visions has God put inside of you? You have the ability to stretch and to grow. There's an elasticity. There's a flexibility that he's given you as a woman. God gave us the ability to be able to bear weight. You can bear weight. You can handle right now what you're going through. You cannot do it in your own strength, but you can do it with God's strength. So, let me tell you about this woman, Mary. I love just this saying here. It says, woman has already done all of this that I'm talking about with her womb. By giving birth to Jesus and deploying him to the earth. So she took that seed. She gave birth to Jesus and brought him to this earth. She transferred immeasurable wealth from heaven to earth. And from Bethlehem, she distributed him to the world. This is just a picture that he's saying to you today. He's put dreams inside of you. He's given you visions for your life and for your family. You carry the presence of God. There's greatness on the inside of you, but you have to decide, do I want to take what God has given me, the dreams and the visions he has for my family, for my future, for my legacy, for what he put me on this earth to do, because I'm not here for any other reason but to advance his kingdom and to fight this battle. We are his workmanship created to do good works, to advance the kingdom for him, not for just our own pleasure. But I want you to see the battle that we're in and how God has equipped you and how he's empowered you and how he's put greatness inside of you. And don't let the devil rob you one more day of feeling defeated, feeling negative, just looking at yourself, saying, I don't measure up. You measure up. You are fashioned by God. There is greatness on the inside of you. So I want to ask all the moms to stand up. Those in McKinney, I want you to stand up. I want to say a prayer over you. I want to speak a blessing over your life. I want you, when you leave out of this place, did I, I said, moms, I want every woman to stand up. You carry a womb if you're a woman. I want to pray over every woman here. And I want you, when you leave this place, to you to have a boldness and a confidence, just like Whitney talked about. She talked about how her insecurities, and when her mom stood, uh, stepped up, she stepped up. And you know what? When you step up, another woman's gonna step up. We empower each other. We strengthen each other. And so I wanna pray for you and just ask God to touch you, that this is a new day. This is a new beginning. God has great things you and you see it like never before. And if you don't see it, that God will reveal it to you as you spend time with Him. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Make sure to get your copy of Pastor Keith Craft's book, Your Divine Fingerprint, and visit elevatelife.com for other exciting new content from Elevate Life Church.